Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh my gosh, magician fans, we are back. Season 2, episode 1, Night of Crowns, and we have a couple special guests. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Time for that epic music. Yes. <laughs> This shit is there the it fan goes. music. It's all over <laughs> music. Yes. Oh, my God. It's very serious. Guys, we are back. Yes. Magicians, season two, episode one. Uh, we're going to go around the table, and then we'll let you know about our guests. Um, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And if you're watching this live, join us in the chat. If you're watching it later, comment down below. What do you think of this awesome episode? Yes, please. Hit us up in the iTunes with the five stars. We'll give mm-hmm. you a shout out. I'm yes. Dominique. You find me all over the internet. At Dominique. There you go. Uh, my yeah. name is Ty Matthews. Y'all can find me on social media at Ty Matthews PMA. Hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow, and that's A D R. Or sorry, M S A D R. I M S N O W. It's there you go. We're just that excited. Mel and one. And give a special welcome to our guest. So why don't you say your name and what character you play in the show? I'm Rizwan Munji, and I play Tick Pickwick. I'm Sergio Asuna, and I play uh, Rave, because you haven't seen me yet. Yeah, your yeah. character's a little bit later. Yes. So um, we'll just talk a little bit about your character right now, uh, Rizwan. So first, how did you how did you get involved with this series? Okay. And uh, had you read it or seen season one or anything, other involvement with it? Um, so I have three children, so I had not seen, <laughs> <laughs> not seen any of the magicians. And I got... Uh, um, just sides. Everybody knows what the mm-hmm. sides are, I guess, yeah. here, where you get uh, a few pages of the script. And uh, the, for Tick, they, mm-hmm. because he just sort of appears in um, the first episode, you mm-hmm. see him in two brief scenes. So we had scenes from, we had those scenes, and we had scenes from episode four mm-hmm. and episode five, mm-hmm. where there was mm-hmm. more stuff happening. And I honestly had, I was like, this is very interesting, but I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> And uh, I guess in, I went in and I met uh, some of the uh, producers and the casting director, and I read, and they said, uh, this was the note I got, can you read it again and not make us feel like you want everybody to die? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> wow. It's a very specific It was like, no, like, I think I had come across, like, oh, I just was, like, I secretly, you know, wanted everybody to be sinister. Wow. Because I had no idea. Because I had no idea. Yeah, sure. right? So I was like, oh, this is what this means. Yes. Um, and so then I did it again, and I said, oh, I'm never getting this far. <laughs> right? That's how it uh, And then, lo and behold. <laughs> oh, wow. It's quite a bit more whimsical than that. It seems like. <laughs> they were like, oh, I like that choice. Completely wrong, but like, come on. <laughs> he went with it. There's <laughs> a bone yeah. Boat. yeah. Sure. Uh, now, had you had a chance to watch season one then before you started filming? Because it was very it was very quickly. Quick so, turnaround? Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I, I didn't. And um, we actually did one of the first day I was on set. 
because uh, have they seen? Have you guys seen? Was, did we see the throne room? Yes. Yes, we did. We did. See, I was like, yeah, what am I saying? I have to be very careful <laughs> yeah. now that I've said it. So the we the throne room was there, and we mm-hmm. had um, they had press. They have press on on set that mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. take Pickwick's here. Let's do a. Uh, they started asking me questions. I had absolutely no oh, idea no. what was going on. Oh no! And then I just asked the the woman who was doing the the intermission. I said, "Can you just tell me what's going on?" And then I'll just repeat it after. You. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "She was literally like Tick Pickwick is doing that." And I was like, "Oh, my character does this." And she's like repeating the stuff. But that's anyway, <laughs> so that's how. That's pro- probably really bad that I'm saying all oh, this. No, there's now there's I'm like a really whole lot excited. of context up, yeah. up to this point. Like, yeah. It's pretty in the weeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty dense and uh, layered show that we're all fans of, obviously. Mm-hmm. And also, um, hard, I realized afterwards, I thought, oh, I was like, it's initially... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like, oh, it's like Harry Potter. <laughs> and I could watch it with my kids. No, you no. cannot watch it. I realized. <laughs> so yes. Not at all. Yes. Not at all. Did you realize in the process, or were you like, oh? oh. No, I realized it that day, because we, I, my scene was right after an, or, an orgy scene. Okay. Sure. And I was like, wait, what? There's a what? What, what, what? <laughs> and like graphic even as far as orgy scenes go and yeah. That, yeah. let me just clear it up for everybody I am in no orgy scenes yeah. in case anybody is concerned are you in any orgy scenes I was very excited about it <laughs> but no I'm, I'm, I'm not act- actively in, no I'm not. <laughs> so yeah in case anyone was concerned <laughs> did you guys have any other specific questions well it's it, one of the things that struck me about this episode especially and and just kind of about about the show in general is that it strikes both kind of the high notes and the low notes there's a lot of comic relief mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. there's also a whole lot of mm-hmm. darkness it, and it seems like kind of the the tick pickwick character is one of the higher points of the comic relief yeah. like if if you if you were to compare it to another role that you've that you've played in the past was there anything kind of similar like headspace wise it's it is uh, it is different from anything else that I've ever that I've done mm-hmm. however if I if you're asking me about similarity sure I don't know if you guys watch a show called Outsourced where mm-hmm. I played the uh, I played the assistant manager in yes. India mm-hmm. to this guy there's a little bit of that sort mm-hmm. of thing uh, with Hale's character uh, throughout the season just because he is the the king, the king mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am you know the royal advisor mm-hmm. so yeah. there is this could could I be backstabbing him? Could I, you know, yeah. still pretending like I'm trying to help everybody? <laughs> right. And my choice, which was like, I want everybody to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, so there, so there's a little bit of that mm-hmm. uh, that similarity with um, with that character. Absolutely, okay. yeah. So I'm a- rambling, but I hope everybody's. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I do. English sense. is my first language. Uh, since we since we don't want to like reveal too much about your characters, and we're just in the first episode. Um, can you just talk a little about what the atmosphere on set is like? Mm-hmm. And then also, mm-hmm. are there any pranksters? Mm. 
Pranksters. Yes. Um, not that I never got pranked, <laughs> which I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but no, I don't think there's any pranksters. There's there's this sort of uh, the environment on set is very very nice and very good. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets along, mm-hmm. it, and I know that everybody says this whenever they're working on a show. But mm. this I is hate literally. Him, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Total lie. That's, 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 that. that's what you were channeling when you gave that first name. No, yeah. You guys will see that. Um, but no, everybody gets along and everybody uh, is extremely nice. Mm. So um, I think that because of uh, where we work and, and the world that we our characters are involved in uh, um, is so uh, outside of the real world, mm-hmm. it... it, it um, it helps to be nice and helps to 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 be normal, I guess, yeah. to mm-hmm. each other, in that way. Uh, I don't know what no. set he was on. Riz, what was your set experience? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know. Oh, I'd I like love to know. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what about your experience? How did you get involved with the show, and uh, how, were you familiar with it prior? I wasn't until I got the the audition, and then mm-hmm. I binge watched the entire first nice. season, mm-hmm. and I thought that. At the beginning, I thought that okay, th- you know, this is a this is like like you. I thought that yeah, this is a you know a magician show. Yeah. This is fun and <laughs> fantasy. And then very quickly, I found out that it wasn't like yeah. And mm-hmm. then I <laughs> I really got into it. Nice. So um, when I went into the the first audition, I I, uh, I knew a little bit about it and and mm-hmm. the tone of it. And um, uh, yeah, it was just like a like a normal audition uh, for it and. Um, it was fun because I don't know if you know this, but for the audition, I read for your part, even though you had. Oh. <laughs> no, he he'd been casted really? for. God, you didn't make the choice. So and you wanted everyone to die, oh. and that's why. Anyways, <laughs> you've already been casted, so <laughs> so calm down. <laughs> so he'd be casted. So it was yeah. it was it was done. You, you already shot the show, you know, probably. You know. Anyway, <laughs> so I read for his part, and I read for a bunch of parts too, mm-hmm. because yeah. that's, that was just the way that it that it was that it was set yeah. the audition, yeah. and. uh but no, then then they narrow it down, I guess. For, for he has a really, oh, okay. I, we, I I don't think we can actually say what specifically he's doing, but he has a really fun, fun role. Like it's a really, it's you'll love it because it's a really interesting and yeah, animals are involved. Uh, <laughs> mm, that's yeah, always suspect on the magicians. <laughs> you don't really want to be. Right. I mean, so animals don't have a good reputation. The magicians <laughs> just going off of season one. It's rough. It's rough. <laughs> This is a question for both of you. Uh, what was it like coming into this? I mean, you already talked about what it was like on set, but what was it like coming in to work with these other actors that have already been working together as a team uh, for a whole season? And I mean, you meet them at the castle and everything like that, and we don't know yet about yours, but if you want to elaborate a little bit. I, um, for me, very weirdly and interestingly, I played Summer Bischel's dad on a show called Lucky Seven. Mm. That lasted not very long. Very <laughs> big life, but but uh, so when I came onto the show, and a lot of my scenes are with Summer and Hale. Mm-hmm. A lot of all our scenes are with Summer and Hale. So it, it, it felt 
because like, I already knew her and we already mm. had this relationship mm-hmm. and so it was I think that's why there was a lot of camaraderie there mm-hmm. because yes. we we had already worked I'm spilling <laughs> oh boy I, I just came from the premiere party so I am really kind of <laughs> yeah not. you did um, but yeah now I'm all wet but uh, anyway <laughs> anyway that's what I was going to say was I, I, I knew her so okay, there was a little cool. bit of and you and for me, I knew uh, I think one of the lighting uh, <laughs> people, and that's about it. But everybody, yeah. everybody was so welcoming and nice, and oh, and cool. uh, yeah, it nice. felt like I I had been there for for a long time. Mm. Awesome. Now, was this both of your first foray into doing sci-fi in mm. terms of like mm-hmm. dealing with stuff that's not there and? Finger tutting and <laughs> you, yeah, either one of you have to finger tut. <laughs> like, well, if you can't we, tell, we, then it's we fine. don't get to do it. We didn't. Uh, we didn't no. get to do a lot of magic. Our, our characters didn't get to do magic. We mm. were around a lot of the magic. Yeah. Um, but um, the only other sci-fi I did a movie, a sci-fi movie called um, uh, Equals. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my only for. But other than that, yeah, this was more in the like fantastic room. It was. It's really cool. It's also really interesting to see how, like, how what we were doing ends up yeah. Uh, what yeah. they see yeah. it's very different like it's very shocking because when you know when, when you do it for mm-hmm. it's not the same as what you end up seeing so it, it is there's a lot of other stuff involved that's kind of crazy yeah no I, I I've never been uh, on a sci-fi show before I did I, I, I've had some sort of um, I don't know what you call it um, but I've had to interact with fairies before, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. little dots of light <laughs> yeah. for a commercial, yeah. which was a little bit uh, um, nerve-wracking. But <laughs> it was good. It was fun. Yeah. But not, not with this. No, no. I think we 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 dealt with just real characters in real life and real people. Yeah. Yeah. Did they have a lot more of the practical effects? Because that was mm. something we noticed in season one that they tried to make everything as practical as possible, and that CGI was kind of like used mm. sparingly. Was that something that you saw the season, or? Nah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. At least for us, I think. Yeah. I think for it our was, stuff, it was like that. It was like that. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Any other questions, guys? Now I'm ready to dive in. We're gonna dive Sorry. into the episode. <laughs> you only get to hear ours chat about the episode. So, um, Tick Pick was amazing. Oh, he's <laughs> amazing. We'll get to that too. Yeah, that character. Um, how much did you guys like that it picks up right where it left off? So much. Uh, I'm so relieved. I feel like it had to. It had to well, pick up right there. I was actually concerned for a moment that we weren't picking up. I'm like, wait, he's before that. She's alive. We missed if, things. If it was gonna Don't jump forward like six months, hell no. <laughs> well, yeah. No one wants that. Yeah. Um, and then I something I noticed, and uh, you can find him. Oh, I tweeted it. I don't remember his name right now. Uh, cinematographer was absolutely gorgeous. Did you guys think how beautiful this episode looked? Like absolutely. so many shots. Mm-hmm. I just was like, <gasps> um, so go check it out on Instagram. I'll probably leave a comment on this video. Um, but he, the cinematographer, did a whole post on his Instagram account about how they did different lenses to convey different looks and feels for Fillory, Ooh. and mm-hmm. I think you can tell because it has a completely, you know different tone than like it is definitely whimsical as oh. compared to the very um like brick and mortar kind of stoic yes. look we get in the mm-hmm. real world Julia mm-hmm. and especially yeah the the scenes with with Martin and Julia that's very it's blue but in kind of a very drab sort of yes. sort of way very very grounded yeah I've kind of always did that for Julia though. Exactly. it's always been like more blue gray tones and then yeah. we go to break bills it's kind of like 
warmer yellow tones. I can't believe that I'm even able to say this. I don't usually pick up on that kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> well, the show does a really good job but, yeah, of making it do. distinct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, what did you guys think of the Hansel and Gretel house? Instantly, I was like, why does anyone trust anyone here? I was like, every, there's not one person I wasn't angry with by the end of this episode. I'm like, you all are stupid. You trust yeah. no one. You fools. How are you going to be king and queen? I'm just concerned. Mm. Just a naturalist. That's something that did come up more than once. I'm like, I wonder if this is like advice for later of their journey of don't we'll see. Trust it's foreshadowing. People. Going back to Riz's first take, it's all foreshadowing. <laughs> everyone wants everyone yeah. to die at a certain point uh, on a long enough timeline. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And oh, we gosh. have, thank God, in more than one way than one, because uh, Alice is still God powered and fixes everyone, which we kind of covered. That was so great. So awesome. God powered. Juiced with, up. Yes. Ugh. Now, did Word anybody point. else think when the Hansel and Gretel witch came over that um, she could have helped another way? He's like, well, I don't need you anymore. I'm like, maybe they could have done something else. Like, hey, can you tell me where something is at least? Directions? <laughs> I just thought it was foolish that he asked for his blood back. I'm like, that's not how it that's exchanges. How it even no, even if she said yes, what are you going to do with a vial of your blood? Yes. <laughs> Wear this necklace. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just want uh, Angelina give it to your lover. Angelina just like wear it around yeah, your neck. But, no, I thought it was weird that he didn't go, well, can you reattach Penny's hands? Like, because he was walking around. I think the oh, weirdest yeah, thing for me done yeah. something, yeah. is the first 20 minutes of the, ep of the episode, really. It's just Penny being mute oh. and walking around with his hands. And yes. I was like... I thought Alice That's fixed him for a second, yeah. and I'm like, wait, I was no. wondering about that, but no, she just she did just some ma magical cauterization. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the uh, witch's quote is, uh, you're an fillery magician, be careful with strangers, we only look whimsical. And I'm like, ooh... <laughs> That's foreshadowing if there's anything, right? And even that, like, she looked pretty shady. Yeah. She did. I she wouldn't was even. Like, she was like, the house is mostly made of wood. I'm like, this doesn't negate the story. This fact doesn't change what we know. You're not arguing yeah. the witch part. Are you cooking children in there? I need to know. I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have that kind of, like, circle board device thing. So cool. Um, to open the wellspring. Yes. yes. And, uh... I love Margot's line, swallowing has its privileges. Ah, uh, Margot. Margot had back. so many good lines. Margot was on fire this episode. <laughs> oh, well, yes. Christopher Rommel in the chat says, and the blood she took will come into play down the road. Again, more foreshadowing. Mm. Absolutely, Christopher. Sure. Yes. I'm definitely going to see it. Uh, we have blood. the, uh, Alice finds that missing piece and puts it in there and then the wellspring, but there's obviously some issues, so they don't want to use it. And uh, I liked, what about the meta moment of Margot's lines and talking about, she's like, our squad is a joke, and she says... Were the characters who would die in season one, and even were the comic relief, and you're just like, <laughs> she might oh, so the writing, right at the camera, yes. <laughs> Because we we caught that we caught that in season one where they kind of they nod to her being named is it Janet in the in yes the books? in the books they're like, like well in another love night. getting very yeah. very very meta yes absolutely uh, yeah I I did a little bit of reading and read most of the first book the magicians which is broken up into many books mm -hmm. and yeah guys poof we are totally completely other paths so this is a review show for the show. Yeah. Uh, we will comment about the book maybe here and there, but it's about the show because it's just, so different. I want everyone to know that I know I ended last season saying that I was going to read the books over the summer, <laughs> and I totally lied to you. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> same, same here. I tried Sorry, really yeah. hard. I got far, but enough maybe to someday know. someday I'll get there. It's okay, guys. It's yeah. one of those, it's a completely, like, uh, so different. It's not even comparable. Sure. There's maybe yeah. moments really? of things. Oh my gosh! No, I mean, a couple of you are talking. Well, that's what's great about it is if you guys love the show, go read the books, and it'll be like, don't think like, hey, this is going to happen. It's just like, 
Yeah. Is different. it tonality wise the same though? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tone that's the only question and, I have. Um, well, no, now char- characters are different though too. Penny's here's- a different character. Oh, right, 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 right. Here's what I was wondering. Katie's not in it. Are there as many 90s pop culture references in the book? Swayze! Because. Some. I didn't, it that didn't was notice as much. And oh. I wanted to ask you guys if if you, got a, if you got a chance to see this episode. Did you guys both get a chance? So we. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's, that's, that's the first question. What had happened well, here's was. the thing. What we were, At we the went party. to the premiere party, and we were. Ex- we were Expected to see it, uh-huh. and it was playing, but it was just so loud. Yeah, right, exactly. And like, no, most of the people had seen it already, uh-huh. like because they had got you know, yeah. They had, so a lot yeah. of these people, the yeah. writers, all these, yeah. all these guys had seen it already, so they were just being louder. We're like, we're trying to see this. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the room. I, saw, I just saw my name appear, and I'm like, I'm in it. There you go. <laughs> Well, I then I, I'm sorry we'll be semi-spoiling you things are for spoiling. you. Was, the, but... was there anything that jumped out to you visually, not being able to hear? Yes. You know. Honestly, as what I, because I was honest with you yeah. about what I had seen, I, it is, it looks beautiful. Like mm-hmm. it just, yeah. that is yeah. the, mm-hmm. the one mm-hmm. thing, and and it is fun to watch it even without being able to hear it. Yeah. Sure. It just, so it's so gorgeous. I feel like Absolutely. you say this a lot, but like five years ago, this show could never have been on Sci-Fi. And the stuff they've done, <laughs> just the stuff the network has if done to be like, on, sure. I'll, if it still be Eureka, which I love, and I'm totally no, cool with, but it would still be great. that style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but now we've got this, and I'm just like, oh, this is great. I can just live in this show. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that first establishing shot of the Rainbow Bridge, just that kind yeah. of sweeping, oh, like so panorama. Yeah. And, and the woods when Quentin's running through the woods, even is beautiful. <laughs> it's goddamn magical yeah. for it. Um. So. Quick jump to we have Julia is with the Beast. Mm-hmm. How much do you guys trust him? Um, not at all. Well, see, I think that's that's the rub. I think we can trust him a little bit mm-hmm. more so than maybe some of the people we trust now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You think Martin is being a hundred percent honest with no, him? I, he uh, didn't say hundred percent. I'm not hundred <laughs> percent. I'm trying to let's, clarify. Let's where not go the too crazy. Where are the meter of trust do we place? I'm Martin? thinking maybe. I'm thinking. The, the, what we're seeing now is putting him at like a 10. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking he might be around like a 40. Okay, so what's, Maybe. what's interesting to me about this team up is that we talked about last season how it, like the rape within the story, the sexual violence is right. disturbing and mm-hmm. it was, seem, seemingly came out of nowhere. Like you, were, I was bowled over by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to pick it up here with these two who have suffered the same trauma and putting oh, them together yeah. to look mm-hmm. at thematically how different people deal with that trauma. Yes. I was like, thank you for making it like mean something. Like thank you yeah. for making yep. it matter that this is in the story. I will say, yep. they, they've, even though I, I definitely bristled a bit last season. Sure. Uh, the way yep. that they handle uh, sexual violence on the show has mm-hmm. been um, better than, than most. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, they have mm-hmm. an actual dialogue and conversation about it from the victim's perspective, not yeah. just from the rapist or other people around the victim, mm-hmm. which I appreciate yeah. it. Sure. Yeah, and so to see them paired up is interesting, and I do think that to some degree Martin is like, oh, this girl's interesting. Like, she's powerful as hell, and we know he's already obsessed with power. Mm-hmm. He's willing to drain Fillory, which we know from previews could kill magic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the thing he kind of relies on to exist. 
Which, I mean, is he destroying himself? Well, it's like a downward spiral of crazy. They also kind of toy with the cycle of abuse with the, they the beast. Do. In terms yeah. of them going to, like, I'm old. I'm about to say leaps and bounds, because I don't know what it's called anymore. Discovery Zone, whatever. Yeah! Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what um, And he's kind of just, like, leering at the children. It's like, oh, like, they're actually going to touch on cycle of abuse. Like, if you've been abused, will you, in turn distribute the same type of abuse. He so asked her to drop that. him off at a park. That yeah. line was so absolutely And he's chilling. like, it's totally innocent. And you're like, mm-hmm. I don't like it, Martin. No. Yeah, I don't like um, it. Although somebody, uh, Renji90998 says, I kind of like the beast just because I saw him watch Rick and Morty. And you know what? That's exactly right. It endeared me a little to him. I was like, well, if you like Rick and Morty, I'm just hoping Can't be all that be. bad. I don't know then. Then what does it say about people that like Rick and Morty? Like, we're not sane. <laughs> <laughs> Look who created Rick and Morty. Like, we're not all it's in good, good places. Okay? It's a good fun. <laughs> like the show. Jumping ahead kind of to where they fall in their conversation with Julian the Beast and how he kind of asks, why were you sp- spared? And they, he just has that discussion of there's two kinds of people in the world. You're powerful or you're weak. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the show does an excellent job of uh, looking at how one adjusts to what happens when you have had trauma and like what your response is. Mm-hmm. Um We'll hold on them, and then we can come back, because they have a lot going on. But um, we'll mm. kind of chronologically-ish, because they did a good... It's only two storylines, really. It's right. back, yeah, and back and forth. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have our squad, which I like that. Uh, <laughs> we have Elliot's wife, Fen, who... I, man, that girl, I, I, I feel for her, because she's <laughs> so <laughs> nice! That, that girl's going to be so fine. That girl got everything. She, she is married to the king. Yeah, She does, never that. has to sleep with him, which is just, like, bonuses. Like, no, they she, had to consummate on the first night. They had to do the one thing, and maybe she'll be like... <laughs> it's just going to be like a marriage of, like, uh, really great convenience. Like, oh, she's nice. He's going to treat her good. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that oh, scares me. There's going to be some fun. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Um, I was like, because I'm over here being like, Did you see a oh, they don't know. <laughs> um, Perfect. So they find out that the they need to go to the armory, but the armory is just books. But they could get spells, as magicians know. Magic is in a book. It's all good. We can do it. Got to go to Castle Widespire. And uh, then Margo and Penny go on their own little journey to go to the Healing River. And I, what do you guys think of uh, Alice's little barometer, the piece of the puzzle thing? And he's like, Quinzel, what is that for? And she's like, it's a barometer. Pretty much let her know when her powers have drained mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Everyone's very, very wary. I mean, even even so even uh, Martin, even, even, even the mm-hmm. Beast, when when he's making his deal with Julie, he's like, you think I missed all those loopholes? Yeah. Put the dagger down. Like, I was yes. so proud I got you. I, I'm glad that the show didn't make it that easy. And at the same time, I was like, no! <laughs> yeah. She did it right. Why, God? <laughs> now, I do have a quick question. A couple, a couple people brought up in the chat. I'm not quite sure how we'd address it, but... But um, people are saying, what about the different timelines for Julia and uh, the Beast of how he knows her and what she's gone through? Would he know what other traumas she's been through or not been through? Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, so like, there was a down. time loop. Existential. Okay, yeah. so we know there was a time loop, but the time loop ended when oh, I, um, yes, yes, Jane okay. died. Some, yeah. My, my brain had And Jane remembered and uh, head of the school remembered. The dean, yeah. But do we ever know if Martin? Martin might not know. Well, no, he said Quentin. This happens every time. Oh, he does. He does. He does know. Mm-hmm. So yes, I do um, believe he could be know her better than she yes. knows him for sure. For sure. Oh, I, I don't oh, know if they're gonna touch. Yeah. Him. <laughs> what are you, you can't trust Martin. Like God, it's omniscient. And what his right? first instinct is to kill a part of her. Like his first instinct is like I just Get reach inside of your, of your heart and just crush that. Like. 
I'm like, this right. seems real you don't need suspect. That shame. And the only reason I think we can trust him, even the ten percent that you shame. give him, is because he put it back. Right. Sorry, did you say right. you don't like that they call it shame? No, I said I love how they called it shame. Oh, yeah. Latino shame and pink lemonade. <laughs> Go on. Just, just um, catchphrases abound. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's yeah. so moving through. We have Alice and Quinn, and they're kind of like rebonding a little bit too. We're not going to get back together. Don't lie to yourself like that. <laughs> um, That's just not fair to as you. As soon as you but say that, they, you're already ooh, casting down. Never them. ever getting back together. You got <laughs> it. <laughs> I like whoever in the chat is suggesting that Barry Allen come and try to make things better. You're awesome. There I you love go. you forever. I don't know who it was. Yeah. There you go. Uh, then we have, they got to go to do a coronation because they're like, well, nobody recognizes the singing king and queen, mm-hmm. so we got to do that. Go to Just the Rainbow Bridge. Like the collective eye roll that happened when, like, when <laughs> Quentin suggested the coronation was one of my absolute favorite moments. It was so cute. And then it when really there. what Quentin is like to the team. Like right. you are yes. like the yes. heart and sort of the memory of the team to be yes. like, guys, this is kind of a monumental moment and I know it's corny, but, but like, like, we it. should have. No, yeah. no. And then the title. I think Penny's the only one that's just like, oh, he's like, Come screw on. it. Penny still is just trying to deal with his hands. Like, yeah. Penny's got a lot on his plate. But I like what the names they gave each other. So, uh, Elliot's the High King. Uh, he's the, the Spectacular. spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Margo's the High Queen, uh, the Destroyer. Yeah. Queen the Destroyer. That was uh, awesome. Queen yeah. Alice the Wise, which yep. Avi, and Queen the Moderately Socially Adjusted, yes. which is my favorite. Thank you, Margot. That's pretty incredible. Uh, that was probably one of my favorite bits in the episode as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Uh, and the those guard. crowns. Wait, I'm so sorry. The design of the crowns is oh, spectacular. Beautiful. They're so good. I like that and they such don't good look... variety. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're not typical. Um, they have the guard at the water, who's the knight of crowns, thus the title of the episode, and he's like, oh, I must have died while I was waiting for Brilliant. you. This <laughs> whole sequence <laughs> is already setting a high bar for this season yeah. for oh, me. Yes. And Patrick Swayze, everybody brought that up. I, I was like, dying. The, he's the, like, do you know Patrick the Swayze? Fact, <laughs> the fact that the Knight of Crowns is quizzing them on 90s pop culture. Yes. I know every single thing. I knew every oh, single I'm sure he did. <laughs> Yes. Oh, dirty dancing. Yes. Uh, uh, Roundhouse? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did, that was great. I like that they all noticed. They're like, wait, this is 90s. Roundhouse. They're like, this is 90s pop culture. But I think it's just a really nice blending of classical, like, uh, English literature where mm-hmm. you have the knight and he's like, yeah. guards the bridge or whatever, tells you which way to go. Right. Or, yeah, prove you your children of Earth. It's the yeah. guy, yeah, from Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail. Yeah, That's, exactly. It was, it yeah. Was I was going more Python, like, just sure. scratch. Yeah. But to combine that with, like, modern day 90s. Style trivia, oh. like a trivia night kind it of thing. <laughs> trivia night. I just you love have these something people. to look these forward writers are to, great. guys. There's a Patrick Swayze reference, <laughs> and it's just like dying. It was so good. That was really great. We're going to interrupt Phillips, another show. Yeah. Wings. Oh, yeah, oh, wings. Wings. Yep. wings just doesn't get enough credit. I just like how they you know? chime in, the, how like the girls knew an answer right away. Quentin <laughs> is like, I know the answer. The fact that he gave them the one hint, Beach Boys. Yeah. Oh, Patrick asked a good question. Patrick Swayze. Yes. Do we think, uh, <laughs> no, Patrick Nelson, just wanted to ask, how do you all think the timelines are going to work? Do we think that when they go from Earth back to Fillory, there's going to be a oh, change? Oh, they're going to be in a different well, timeline or something? Uh, timeline? No. Well, it'd be, okay, I know what they mean. Um, Pause on that because we'll get to that. We'll uh, get back to your question, Patrick. But yes, um, that is something that we have to talk about. Uh, we have Julia. Oh, uh, Julia tr- tracking down. Back to Julia. We have Julia tracking down Renard the Fox of mm. the crime scenes. That was nuts, right? That this is happening. I mean, I'm not really surprised it happens multiple times, but like, that's a good way to track him, right? It's like, take <laughs> it, 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 it
birds know how to tweet. <laughs> I, I just like that. the police like, detective aspects of them together. And build, anytime people want to build relationships through, yes. in television through like a buddy cop system, I'm about that. You're it's all great. This You're part of the magicians is a personal really now. I really like buddy yeah. cops. Like they're the best. Even Martin was kind of like helping and getting in it too. And he's like, I no, he was the smart yeah. detective who's antisocial, yes. and she was the one who's going to comfort the victim. Oh, he's, yep. yeah, he's, he's for sure the bad cop. Yeah, freezing the officers on on scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then the Julie has to go and get the items, and yeah, that's when he goes, I want to watch the children play. And then the only other fun thing that happened, too, was the Healing River with the River Watcher. He he, he was very entertaining. That incredible. guy is going to be oh. quintessential. I'm really looking forward and to how his role plays out. Penny having to jump in the water nude and do his, like, fix-it-up thing. Mm. Uh, hey, Arjun's butt. <laughs> yeah, <it's cute. laughs> We'll have to be like, so Arjun, did you have a body double? I definitely slipped in his DM to be like, so I saw your butt today. I look forward to his comments back. That's where it goes down. That's how we got him as a guest in season one. But obviously, Penny is his snarky self. And And it's about time someone took him down a notch. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And similar thing of advice for the team. Be like, this could be a problem later. You don't understand. How are you going to go to Chatwin's Torrent and sass... Yes. The the man who helped the, him. Yeah, yeah. What what was his position? And he helped them, too. It's not like he just watched and didn't say anything. He did say you need to sew these hands back on his body. It and helped. he did give them the wire. I really think Penny doesn't have control of his hands for a while because I think he's capable of magic beyond, like they were doing when they went and saw the Russian guy of mm-hmm. North. Yeah. I think he's really capable of doing a lot of magic without his hands, and oh, I think God, that yes. might be the thing that increases him and moves him well, on to the next one. That's, yeah. that's honestly why I was a little bit disappointed that they got reattached so quickly. Uh, I thought well, I he, thought we were going to go through a good half this season with a handless penny. That we really should have so Skywalker to do to the actor. What? Well, it's almost pissed. worse. His hands don't really do what yeah. he wants, so. I don't know. Really hard to, I was to not expecting those hands to get reattached within 20 minutes of episode one of season two. That's uh, all I'm saying. Okay. That's fair. So we have Penny, after they've done their coronation thing, he kind of goes off on his own trying to figure, mm-hmm. that's when mm-hmm. he goes back to go like, hey, whatever. And we have our wonderful other quote by Margo. We got royalty bitches. So yes. Like, oh, that's so great. So you are thinking I thought Quentin said that. Quinn said it. Oh, sorry. I was like, I just wrote that one. Mm. Didn't put a name. Margo had so many good ones. She did. I was like, no, sure. Quentin, Quentin's got to have his, That's going to become a catchphrase. <laughs> go, hey. Blank bitches is yeah. going to be his catchphrase. Royalty. He's gotten it once a, once a season. Hashtag nice. royalty bitches. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we have, so you're saying with Alice and Quentin, you're like, nope, not going to reconcile at all. No, I'm saying, of course they're going to reconcile. They're absolutely going to. I'm saying, oh. she's like, oh, we're never getting back together. I was like, girl, don't play yourself like that. Oh, like, okay, yes. The, the, the right, second yeah. you say that, yeah. That's, well, you, you can't say that and then kiss somebody. Like, it's not how it works. But what you think the power experimentation finally right of like he goes well you don't know what you can do this is a perfect safe space to Mm -hmm. like do whatever. For some reason, I felt like it was going to be even bigger than that. Like the fact, I did too. The fact that he thought the little like Charlie Brown Christmas tree was uh, all she could do. Like, come on, my man. Well, she, she did say she's not a heal. Uh, she can't do uh, like nature magic. Right. So she's, yeah, she's not a naturalist. Yeah. Right. So maybe doing anything is. I was thinking yeah. like some straight I did up. Too. Like, I thought it'd be like giving tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It'd be like crazy. <laughs> you got it. Um. Then we have. Oh yeah. We talked about Julia. Oh, then so let's talk a little bit about the shade and Julia being tempted to the dark side and how he gives her a taste of what it's like without it. She's like, "Put it back, put it back." That uh, scene. Should was... she take it? Oh God, Would no, you... no, no. Lose definitely. part of your soul and have no more pain. Here's the thing I mean, that 
Go ahead, go ahead. But she would be like Zaid from Neverending Story Part 2, and I think mm. Zaid is kind of great. Interesting. More um, mm. <laughs> like, old references. Deep cuts. Uh, you got it. These um, deep cuts. Deep. But yeah. it's all good. It's I, all I, good. I just love yeah. that whole idea of, yeah. like, you can... Ac- you can accomplish a lot if you are a little heartless. Sure. If we're not no, learning I'm... anything from the current political climate at oh. this point. Um, <laughs> so... Hot takes, hot takes. I've already been banned. I just slide up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll be right on the boat with you. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Josh, yes. you're the man. The best. Um, um, no, so what's interesting about this is she says she needs it. And he, Martin is like, okay, I understand. Do you think you're not going to become yourself? But. I think Margot's tapped into something much better, which is that if magic Julia. is linked Julia. to... I'm so sorry. Yeah, no Julia's uh, tapped into something better, which is magic is uh, comes from pain, is what we've learned yeah. throughout the That's entire true. first season. Yeah. It's yeah. a major point. is like, your pain makes you a better ma- magician. Martin's removed that from himself, and so he's mm. socked himself full of knowledge, and of course, well water, which has helped him achieve like great stuff, but maybe she's stronger with her pain than Martin so knows. his power is like an empty power. Yeah. Sure. Her power is... Is the real deal. Well, because he also says that really like gut wrenching line of like even if you kill um, the your attacker, he'll still win because you'll still stick with that. Mm-hmm. And Martin killed his attacker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Plover? No, because no. they found Plover he later. Tortured him. Oh, he yeah. tortured him. He didn't kill yeah, him. He made him true. suffer. That's though. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, tempting to the dark side. I mean, we'll I talk mean. about that in predictions. But um, so the squad you finally. Are stronger with the fours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They finally find the castle, and we get to meet the Pickwick family. So bit. Yeah, so nice to meet you. Adorable. So the caretakers. Uh, yeah, I love that. You, that you just right away are like, um, we have some things we need to get done. <laughs> right. I said loyal things. I like that the first we thing was the issues. throne room <laughs> and trying to find the key and not yes. like, we have enemies to the north and south. It's like, we, we're going to get you in your throne room. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. You can't, um, yeah, exactly. You gotta get him. You gotta get him settled in first give, before I can start. A minute, right? Before I can start fixing the infrastructure. <laughs> Making him work so hard right away. Oh, just wait. <laughs> were yeah. there any in in terms of like uh, your wardrobe or anything? Were there were there a lot of options, or had they kind of settled on that look pretty pretty early on? Wardrobe fitting was the craziest wardrobe fitting ever. Really? Oh yeah. Why is that? She's um, the the um, the designer. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And um and she's and she's says the name of the character is so much that Teak Pikui. Amazing. <laughs> but I was there Aww. for two sessions that were both an hour long, which I've never and it was for one for one outfit. Right. Wow. Long. Wow. Um and basically just putting she's she just started putting fabrics on and just mm. and then just taking photos and like mm. putting other fat like just putting things on and then I show up to set and there's this thing that didn't look like anything I had thrown on right. <laughs> pieces of stuff. But, uh, yeah, she's... I don't know how yours was, but it was kind of insane. Mm-hmm. I, it was fun. It was fun. It, it wasn't like that. No. It was mm. fun. Uh, she's, she's amazing. She's very creative. Mm. And, and, Deek, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, definitely surprised at how uh, fast the transition of power seemed to be. Everybody's like, oh, no, it's just fine. And I'm like, that's not going to last. I thought it was interesting that the castle was still like running at full power of people and stuff going on. There's as definitely if it something suspect that no one happening was there in this moving. castle. Yeah. I don't trust it. Uh, yes. Um, and then, yeah, we see the empty armory and the, or nearly. Was the, How were the sets like of seeing those spaces? Did you really feel like you were in it or it, like what? It is, 
I keep using this word again because that's what you, what it, what it felt like. It's just a, a, amazing. The the set itself, the the throne room, all this, mm. all mm. they they did a really good job. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Right? Are they like, like true to size? And a lot of times, like I'll step on a set, and be like, this is so much smaller than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> it no well. I, I, it's huge. It was huge. It, it was kind of, and it, it is. It, it's <clears throat> very hard to shoot in that kind of a space, mm-hmm. you know, like because you first of all you have all these people, and you have um, there's like fires burning, and there's hmm. it's just it, mm-hmm. imagine it the orgies. Kind of, it was and the orgies, <laughs> very <laughs> intricate. So uh, yeah, so to, to all the people who put that put that mm. together. Nice. <sighs> Um, but they're armory and they gotta go to break bills because there's no book. But turn around, break bills. The oh, yeah, the little workbook. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're like, great, hey, a cookbook that doesn't tell me how to make it. Just right. notes on how it is afterwards. Yeah. Um, was anybody surprised by, like, oh, wait, why would break bills have some of this No, not at all. No. Break bills got the fountain that got them there. And yeah. everything, everything is just goes right back to yes. break bills. I, I was like, like, well, good. I feel like at this point in the episode, I had forgotten about break bills completely. <laughs> oh. We were so immersed oh. in fillery. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. That's where we all started see, this I wasn't sure how long they were going to stay in fillery as opposed to going back because we know the right. time thing. Yep. So I'm kind of glad that they didn't bury the lead. I'm kind of glad they were like, let's just jump back, get there, and then we'll come back. Yeah, it also kind of ties into, oh, God, oh, no, Martin's sister. Her Jane? Name, Jane. And yeah. I think yeah. a lot of the stuff they got from Fillory comes from Jane. Oh, yeah, mm. Comes true. from her having that connection and bringing it back to them. Right. So that that would make sense that they She's end the up having to go all the way back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that R. makes R. sense, R. totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have Penny still having trouble, and that's the... The He's got a whole idle hand situation going actions on. Actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. Which, mm, that's predi- That's like a foreshadowing. Okay, this so dude, yeah, this this con man is my favorite. Yeah. That is my that is my jam. Like, he's gonna be quintessential to the line. Like I'm, I'm really excited to see. And what what do you have planned for Penny? He's like not. He he says something uh, prophetic to Penny. Like, especially for the role you have to come. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. And so I'm like wondering. I'm like, oh, what's Penny do? Because he mm. he ain't a king. It almost seems right. like everyone in Fillory already knows everything that they're going to do, <laughs> and True. they're all just kind of screwed, <laughs> like, because everyone Aww. has already lived it, and everyone in Fillory yeah. has a memory of it, and so they're going in blind, mm-hmm. but everyone else kind of has an idea, so they can kind of turn it to their will, which huh. kind of sucks. So, mm-hmm. Oh, we had someone in the chat, we were talking about the transition power, and they said apparently that's where the Pickwick family comes in, of like making things run smoothly. Would you say that's the case of... That's theoretically what the <laughs> Before they want everyone dead. <laughs> it all goes back to it that. It all Henry. goes back to that. Um, uh, but me says, let's not forget that Rickbills had a time machine. Yeah. They had the, the charmed items that could take you back to a specific place in time. Mm. Yeah, they had the time machine. They had the time machine. They sat on the, the bench and they went back to the 1940s. No, because they had the mm. uh, typewriter. That's how they were able to go back in time. You had to have an object yeah, from that it's time a period. Guy, uh, that it wasn't like back. a machine. It was like this cup is from machine you know a specific yeah. place and remember the in time. It was meant to go it. back and kill yeah. Hitler, but they didn't realize that there was a magical wizard. Yeah, <laughs> greatest storyline ever. Because <laughs> then they had to look at the items, so and that's how they found the typewriter. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about the, the? Oh God, my brain. But they're uh, sitting the on the bench. The, it was like a thing that was like a little light bulb, and it lit up as they were touching it, and then all of a sudden they were back in the. 1940s. Am I crazy? I'm not crazy. I don't know what I'm talking about. I vaguely <laughs> remember this light bulb, but I don't remember it being a time travel thing. Because they go back thing. in time 
Nice. No, they went to the house where they had the ghosts there, and they were running around, yes. yeah, kind of living different. in the past. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they well, they also went. The typewriter is how Julia and Quentin went back. Hmm. That's how they went, and then they followed Jane. Guys, if you can tell it's, me exactly what this time machine is, I'm really <laughs> it. Get If you want to get your friends caught up, Magicians is on Netflix. So it they is. can binge watch and Cram get it. caught up. Absolutely. Exactly. Okay, so we'll, we need to wrap up. Um, but the last little bits, we have Elliot has to stay behind because he's not allowed to leave Fillory. Yeah. Oh, so sad. And he has, uh, he has, has his line of, like, constantly has to take one for the team, and... Um, he has his moment with Quentin in the hugs and, Man. like, grab my buns. It's <laughs> kind of nice butt. to see them yeah. as actual friends now. Like, yeah. after, since they've all died or nearly died, like, they're real friends now. Exactly. And I feel like they've yes. actually bonded, which is Brings great. you together. Yeah, yes. and it's cool to, like... And threesomes bring you together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also, also that. that. Also that. <laughs> we can't forget about that. They kind of move past that a little bit, too, because yeah. Alice is a little bit over it now, in, in mm-hmm. a way, because yeah. Quentin apologizes. But Elliot doesn't really get these uh, super genuine moments that often. No. They're sprinkled here and there, and I don't know if we've ever... We get ones with Quentin, but they're like sad, real, like genuine moments. Right. Like, where he gives him really bad information. The, well, mm-hmm. all, all of his moments of vulnerability that we saw in season one were were in regards to Margot and his relationship with yes. Margot. So now getting to see oh. this dynamic and seeing him and he's, g- kind of like mm-hmm. have have a, an actual friend, you know, yeah. like granted, yet another person he's had relations with, yes. but but also like. Ugh, but him and Margot are better together now too because he has a moment with her. He's like, I'm glad we're you know, better now. So yeah. Sure. Um, but uh, someone brought up in the chat room, oh yes, Champagne King. Oh my gosh, Good yes, Lord, bring what champagne. A dope oh. I look forward to the mixtape Champagne King. Champagne like, whichever King. rapper decides to take that and just run champagne with it, King I'm there for it's it. It's fire. But as someone brought up in the chat room and uh, we're going to get to is time and fillery we know works different Patrick from Nelson brought going that out up. and going in. So the problem is you could go out for like five minutes and it'd be five years when mm. you come back to Fillory. Mm-hmm. And Elliot saying goodbye to Quentin could almost mean I might never see you again. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, I'll see him again. I don't think that's going to happen. I know, but... Yes. <laughs> like, I don't, even five years would know. be no big deal. Almost. Yeah. It'll what, be if, interesting if Quentin to... gets trapped on the other side... I have a feeling that when they get to break bills, they're going to figure it out. Like, either somebody will be like, okay, go back at this time, or like, this is how, I don't know. They're right. Doctor Who it up. Yeah. yeah. Still mess yeah. it up. Yeah. Alice, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we've got, like, a little bit of a day sex machina in Alice. Like, I feel like. This is also, we some definitely. Of, oh, some of the stuff that we're going to go up against, she's going to turn right back around. Well, can she also take that power out of Fillory, too? I mean, I would think she could, but... Oh, is do you it think, does she get her godlike well, yeah, powers because... she comes back to IRL world? And yes, Julia has the power now, even though she's no longer That's in Fillory. That's true, yeah. Uh, she and was she infected. got the power when she wasn't in Fillory. And, so. um, I mean, we already covered Julia of, like, help with the shade and, like, do you want to erase the pain? So that was mm. kind of it with her. Mm. So, oh my gosh, that covers it. Let's do some really quick predictions. Lightning fast predictions. You guys aren't allowed to say any because you yeah, kind of know. If you wanted to just throw some bad earrings in, though, like, I'd be about it. How good is your poker face? You got it. He wants everyone dead. Anything right away? Anybody has anything burning? Burning. It's so hard with this show. Uh, 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 I think that when her godlike powers uh, go out, there will be some ramifications for that. I feel like okay. power is really addictive, and even though we haven't mm-hmm. really seen that mm-hmm. as- that side of her mm-hmm. yet, now that like her whole life she's been like mastering magic, like yes. 
And she's, she's like a prodigy at it. And now she's like a godlike prodigy at it. And so I think when she goes back to Alan just being a prodigy, I think she's going to have to either try to figure out how to get it back or right. deal with just not having it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I think they'll be able to come back and it not be too much time passed for Elliot. I don't know how. I think they'll maybe figure out an, something magic-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope Katie comes back into the mix. I'm not really... Oh, yeah. She got away um, because uh, Julia, like, sadly had her own issues. Yeah. So, But Katie got away, so I hope she's able to come back into the mix. Or how she might bump into Julia again. Like, maybe we'll have a little bit of oh, that. Oh, my mm. God. So, uh, that's only a kind of quick one. I'm just hoping we get more scenes between Penny and the con man of the river. Mm-hmm. Like, that's if, if we can get more of that dynamic. Um, I also think at some point, we're going to see a little bit more trustworthiness from the Beast. Okay. Not, not oh, much. Okay, well, not much. So much faith. I... Not much. <laughs> so much but faith. But I think he, I mean, obviously we're seeing a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, we have mm-hmm. to kind of, Julia has to work with him in order to track down Renard. I think we're going to see shit go down between Renard and Martin, yes, for sure. Please. So, lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> I which one? Which one is worse? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. really, I really couldn't say. But I bet that showdown is dope as hell. Oh, yeah. for sure. Um, I think. Well, in terms of of Alice, I think she's. Uh, I'm curious to see how they're going to play with this whole idea of the of the god juice, right? And um, <laughs> I mean, that's the word. No, yeah. Uh, um, it's about as diplomatic as you can yeah, put it. So, so, but because you see, like with Julia, she still seems to have it for a very long time, like a much mm-hmm. longer time than it seems like Alice will have it. So, how does that factor into like the way she well, got the god power? Yeah. And is it something is she going to be like mm-hmm. having a, a god baby, or is that something that they're going to mm-hmm. end up mm-hmm. making out of it? Um, so, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that in terms of of their experience and. Break Bills and Renard. I think they do a really good job of, of always tying everything back. Yeah. So it always circles back. They're always going to... Julia's probably going to need something from Fillory and mm-hmm. that'll connect to Break Bills. And so I'm, I'm curious to see just how yeah. they play with that and also how they play with time with Break Bills and Fillory. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, that wraps up... Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, season one. We did uh, it. Season two, episode one of The Magicians. Big thank you to our special so guest. Yay! Yeah! And I'll uh, let people know where they can find you online. Uh, Instagram at Rizwan Munji. Should I spell it? R I Z W A N M A N J I. Yeah. If you're watching, if you're watching the video stream, it'll be it'll be right oh, right underneath you. But if you're listening, yeah. if you're yeah. listening on iTunes, <laughs> write it down, then watch us on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Instagram and Twitter at Osuna Sergio Osuna underscore Sergio uh, Osuna O S U N A. Sergio. Cool, we look forward there to your episode yeah. and uh, let's go around the table. Alright, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. Uh, you can catch me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. I'm Julie. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at BlackGirlNerds.com. You can head over to Schmo's No and see my episode earlier from th- this evening and, and Book Circle Online where we talk about which is the best Robin. And I do other shows, but I can't remember. Oh, there check these ladies that incorporated earlier. If you missed it today, go check that out. They were wonderful. <laughs> Get it. Oh, thank you. And uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And quick shout out to Paper Ronnie for this awesome scarf. Yes. You can check out their stuff on Instagram. Beautiful stuff. And again, thank you so much for watching. Give us a thumb up five stars on iTunes and uh, tune in next week as we cover episode two. Yay, see ya! Thank you, chat.
From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.